0: Hi readers, welcome to Something Bookish. My name is Amin, aka Live Girls Mafia, aka the Crazy Book Lady. (laughs) I loved that intro so much because I did it in one take and it came out, poo poo poo. I I, I don't know what that sound is supposed to stand for, but you know, it came out poo poo poo. So welcome, welcome to my podcast. My name is Amin, aka the Lip Gloss Mafia. Okay, you don't need to put the, it's just Lip Gloss Mafia. Or you call me the crazy book lady. I don't know why people call me that, but I have decided to reclaim the name and make it um, a positive nickname, if you will. I mean, it's not like it was crazy or negative. Now I'm not even making sense anymore. I I don't know what is going on (laughs) with this intro, I killed it and then I messed it up all over again. So, um, I'm just going to do a third take so that I can welcome you properly to the podcast. So, one, two, three, go. Hi readers, welcome to Something Bookish. My name is Amin, aka Live Gloss Mafia, aka the Crazy Book Lady. Boom! How is that for an intro? (laughs) (laughs) On this podcast, I talk about all things books and reading from book lists to reviews, musings, tips and tricks, and the occasional guest chats. Oh my God, the guest chats that I have lined up for you in the next season. Oh yeah. By the way, if you did not know, the podcast is divided into seasons. And I like to keep it at a number of nine, nine episodes per season. This is episode seven of season five. So get ready, get ready for season six, yeah. I don't know where that came from, but um, yeah, that's what we do. Not we. Yeah, it's we, it's you and I. That's what we do. On this podcast, so just think of this space as a virtual lounge, you know, but for bookish people who are very chill and very cool and cultured, obviously. You know, we have nice music playing in the background, we're having some drinks, and we're just talking about our favorite things books and reading like people who have no lives. <laughs> If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome to the dark side. And if this is not your first time, hey, how you doing? Welcome to the 43rd episode of the Something Bookish Podcast and the first episode in 2023. Yeah. That's a that's a landmark. I am starting early this year. And I'm going to be trying to give it to you. boom, boom, boom. Why am I talking like that? I have no idea why I'm talking like that. It could be the thing that is already in my system. But, yeah. We move. (laughs) On this episode, I will be talking about the books I read in December. That's a new, new thing of mine to do a monthly wrap up. So, I'll be talking about the books I read in December. And then... I'm going to talk a little bit about the reading challenge, the 2023 something bookish reading challenge, which I think is going to be a very interesting, um, chat, I think. I'm excited. Are you excited? (laughs) But first of all, let's do a little housekeeping, shall we? All right. So... Have you subscribed to the newsletter? If you haven't, please do so. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just Google something bookish sub stack, and it would pop up on the first item on your Google search thingy, if that's what it is, on the Google page, the first item on the Google page. So you click and you subscribe, and I wait when I'm going to be dropping my pearls of wisdom. It doesn't come every, um, every email, but when I do drop pearls of wisdom, my God, you will feel enlightened. So yeah, do subscribe to the newsletter. Next up, have you joined the book club? Yeah, we do have a book club. The name of the book club is the indulgent bibliophile because that's how we roll. We're fucking indulgent. Okay. Um, (laughs) what's going on i mean what is going on i normally don't do this intro like this but today is just yeah i'm in the zone i'm in the zone so if you would like to join the virtual book club because that's the book club is virtual um we don't ha- we, the, because there's so many members around the world we try to keep it on the on the net on the world wide web um in a virtual space so everyone can feel included as through job com- contributions. So if you would like to join the book club, I would put, there's a link in the show notes that you can click on to register interest to join the book club and then you'll be added to the WhatsApp group. If not, if you don't want to be chatting with anybody on the WhatsApp group because we're all introverts, if you don't want to be chatting on the WhatsApp group, you can follow the Indulgent Bibliophile on Instagram also in the show notes but just in case you want to do that right now the indulgent bibliophile on instagram just follow and you can stay updated to books that we're reading and then you know the dates where we're doing the book charts which is at the end of the month next up i have found a way to go around patreon remember there are some episodes ago when i was talking about patreon or a way where as a content creator i could find a way to get um, contributions from listeners or subscribers or followers i have found a way to do that unfortunately i can't use patreon because in nigeria for some reason the website is blocked so i can't even access that to create a website so what i have is a um, payment link by Substack. the link is also in the show notes and Fortunately every people outside Nigeria can pay or can contribute or donate. The currency that shows there is naira, yeah, NGN. But there's a way around it. What you can do is you can convert say a dollar or a pound for instance and you can have to naira you can convert that to naira and you see the equivalent and then you just put that and contribute. This is just a testing testing, okay? Just to see if it works, if your card works. So if you don't mind doing that, could you just like like holler at me and send like a dollar or the lowest amount you can put is like 500 naira. So let's just see if it's working, you know? So that we can start putting this money in to get our gear before you know before you know it I'd have created my sound booth and what, 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 I'm a podcaster. <laughs> I'm sorry. The drink of choice today is Chardonnay. So whatever you're getting now, it's courtesy of the Chardonnay. I am just, I'm in a completely different zone. All right. So, um, yeah, that's it for housekeeping. Without further ado, let's talk books, shall we? First of all, I read, let's see, I read 14 books in December. I think this is like the first December in like a few years where I've read up to 14 books. My December is always very light, but this year there was a lot of audio books. So I guess that's why I was able to read so much in December. The first book I finished in December was Tread, Tread. I can't pronounce R, <laughs> in case you've not noticed, I actually, can, I actually can't pronounce R very well, so Tread, and that's T-R-E-A-D, Tread of Angels by Rebecca Roanhorse, and this was an audio book, see, I'm a big fan of Rebecca Roanhorse, right, you know, Black, um, Black Sun and the Fevered Star, see, um, I don't know. This was a very short book, and I was very excited to get through it, but usually I like unlikable, well typically unlikable characters, but the problem with this book is the character development was poor all round. The main character was a very shitty human being. She was surrounded by shitty human beings as well. And I was more interested in the world building. I think that's what kept me going instead of DNFing. The world building was very nice. It was very rich. I was liking the events happening. But the main character and her supporting characters were just so bleh. So yeah, I don't know if I can even recommend this to anyone with pure mind. Because it was just, eh, you know, tread of Angel. So that was the first one. The next one I finished is... The Impatient by Jailee Amadu Amal. I'm sure I butchered that name. I'm so sorry. This is an audio book I listened to. And it's a book that is set in, in Cameroon. One of my first books for the year that I'm reading that is set in Cameroon. And this book will make you angry. It's, it's a book about three women. And we follow their journey as they rotate around different um, different, how like different situations enabled by the patriarchy, so there's like forced arranged marriages, there is wife beating, in fact, this book would trigger you, <laughs> if I compare this book with any book, it would be Ogadima by Ukamaka Odisakwe or Tomorrow I Become a Woman by, I want to say, Odafen, or The Joys of Motherhood. This, this book belongs in that category. It will trigger the fuck out of you. But, you know, very important read. These kind of books need to keep being out there so that women and men can be giving themselves brain. So, yeah, I like that, Be Impatient. The next book I finished was The Fortunes of Jaded Women by Caroline Hume. So this book is set around um, a group of women, African, no, not African, Vietnamese-American women, yeah? It follows a generation of women in one particular family that believe having a daughter is a curse or something, and we follow their life as they are going through shitty things (laughs) because they make like the stupidest decisions in life. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. This might be a little tricky to get into because there are like so many characters, so many names. So, so what I had to do was just surrender to the story and just let it take me to where it was taking me to. But it wasn't the most memorable reading experience, but I enjoyed it while I was in it. You know, that kind of vibe. So that was The Fortunes of Jaded Women. <clears throat> Next book I finished was... Love Boat Reunion by Abigail Hing When Now, if you remember my favorite books from 2021, Love Boat Taipei was one of my favorite books. Why a novel? I just, I loved it so much. I cried at the end. So when I heard there was a sequel, I was very excited. Unfortunately, this sequel should not have happened. I'm sorry, the author can't Continue with something else and move on to a new project. This did not need to happen <laughs> I wasn't even that interested in these um in the main characters of the of this reunion. It just, it didn't give And it kind of like soured the whole love. I had for love Book Taipei. Taipei. Did I just say Taipei? Hey How's that game? The next book I finished was a spell of good things by Ayobami Adebayo. I read this on NetGalley, you guys. If you want to read books on NetGalley, just click on the list of episodes I've done in the past, and you find a guide to NetGalley. This is a website where you can read books that are not yet published. Okay, so a spell of good things by Adebayo Ayobami Abi, Ayobami Adebayo, and this is the author who gave us "Stay with Me." And I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this. I do not know about the ending. It's, it may be extremely sad. It's a powerful ending. Some people might be happy. Some people might not be. But it is what it is. The book is already finished. <laughs> you know? Um, fingers crossed I'm able to bring the author on the podcast. Wouldn't that be amazing? I'm still working on it. So send me all your positive energy. Because I would love to talk to this author about this book. It was really good. Really good. I don't want to give too much spoilers. I just I just want you to know that Mio, I mean, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> a spell of good things and I think you should definitely look out for it and read it. Next up, If I Survive" You by Jonathan Escoffery. I don't know if I pronounce this name. Well, But it was an audiobook experience for me, which is really good. I think the best way to enjoy this book is in audiobook format. I also received a physical um, review copy, but I'd already finished the audiobook. And I feel it's one of those books that it's a, it's a, um, uh, it's how they call them short stories, but in novel form. So it's interconnected stories. It's, it's a whole novel, but, you know, it's, it's, it's grouped under short stories. And I liked it, yeah? I liked what it was doing. But it wasn't the most memorable read for me. And if you're going to pick up a physical copy, I feel like you should pair it with an audiobook. Because the person who narrated the audiobook did an excellent job. The singing, the accent, it was really good. Really, really good. So I recommend the audiobook for this one. The next book I finished was River Sing Me Home by Eleanor Shearer. Oh, oh my God, this book was so good. It, it made it to my list of favorite 2022 reads. <laughs> it was really good and it's about a woman somewhere in the Caribbean, an enslaved woman in the Caribbean who escapes and decides to look for her children who were taken away from her. And the book follows her journey through different parts of the Caribbean while she searches for her children. And this book, see, eh, this slavery business, sometimes you don't be pissing you off. How can... <sighs> she had five... They took all her five children. Can you imagine what it's like to lose five children? Even if, okay, initially you didn't want the children. But now you've given back to all of them and you've had them. They take them away from you to go and continue being slaves elsewhere. Farm, this life, you know balance. But the book is very interesting. I liked the journey. I liked meeting the children. The character development was there. I enjoyed the ending. I like this book. I like this book a lot. So when you find it, read it. I also listened to it. I'm not sure about the audio book though. I don't know. There was something stiff about the audio book. But the book itself, yeah, it bangs. There's great pace and all so yeah that's that about that <laughs> the next book i finished was things we do not tell the people we love by huma Qureshi. i don't know if i pronounced the name right but this was the last book for the indulgent people of our book club and uh, it was a very short book collection of short stories i just enjoyed the vibe of this book The are very ordin- ordinary stories that were told in very unique ways and they do follow the theme of things we do not tell the people we love. Yeah, and it's okay, I should mention that it is based on British Pakistani people if that makes sense. But yeah. That's how that's that's this book. Um things we do not tell the people we love. Next up, the book I I finished after that one was the things that we lost by Yoti Patel. I do not know also if I pronounce this name right, but this book oh my goodness intergenerational trauma fat mother son relationships um coming of age the book is just so good you know ah deals with grief from like a father a a, a woman who lost her husband to a child who never knew the father, how he's dealing with the grief of never knowing the father. Yo, this is a good book. It's a really, really good book. Highly recommend it, (laughs) y'all. I read this on NetGalley, by the way. Next book I read was All My Mother's Lovers by Ilana Mossad. Audiobook. It was an interesting audiobook. So this is a story about a young woman whose mother dies. But the mother left some letters that were supposed to be distributed to some random people. And then the daughter decides to deliver the books. I mean, deliver the letters in person. And she finds out that these are some of the people that her mother slept with while being married to their father. And (laughs) the reveal was actually very satisfying in the end. And there's something about this book that, that helps us remember that our parents were people... Before they became parents, and even while they are parenting, they are actually living their own lives separate from us. So, it be what it be. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, that's that about that. <laughs> uh, the next book I finished was Together We Burn by Isabel Ibanez. Oh, fuck, I'm really messing up these names. This was an audiobook experience. It was supposed to be a YA novel about like. Um, mythical dragons and no, not mythical. Yeah, myth, well, they are mythical. But fire, fire-breathing dragons and um, dancing and, ugh. I just I had so much hope for this book, but it, it the expectations fell below the ground. So I don't even know if I can keep talking about it. There's no point. The next book I finished, A Sweet Low Country Proposal by Priestley Priest. Chris Lisa Williams. I'm sorry if I butchered her name again. But this was supposed to be a sweet romance. There was nothing sweet about this romance. It was boring. I just kept on reading because I was listening to it while I was doing something. And I couldn't stop what I was doing to find another audiobook. So I just kept on reading. <laughs> I finished the book. But it was very boring. So if you ever see this book anywhere, just swipe it away. You're not missing out on anything. The next book I finished was The Dating Plan by Sarah Desai, audiobook. This was an audiobook and I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. It was very wholesome. Unfortunately, not unfortunately. So this is book two in a series that I did not know about. Later on, I started reading um, the first book in the series and it did not bang as much as the second book. I have the third book to read. If I ever do finish that one, I will let you know how it goes. If not, it might be counted as a DNF, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the third book is actually really good. But this one, The Dating Plan by Sarah Desai, excellent read. And the final book I finished in December was As Long As Lemon Trees Grow by Zulfa Katu. This was an audiobook. And this book is marketed as a YA novel and... (laughs) As as an old person that I am, a non YA person, I don't know how YA, how young adult readers are going to deal with this book because this this was very, it's a heavy read. Um, it it follows the story of two teenagers who had to grow up really quickly and are surviving the best they can in the after, not in the aftermath, but as war breaks out in a province in Syria and what is happening there how they are surviving. It's just it's a very heavy read. I, I cried while reading this one. Oh my goodness the book. Ugh. Please read it. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. So yeah those are the books I read in December 2022. My standout books were As long as the lemons grow, the dating plan, the things that we lost Things We Do Not Tell The People We Love, Reversing Me Home, A Spell Of Good Things, and The Impatience. These were my favorite books or standout books of December 2022. And that's it, y'all. That's what I read in December 2022. Next up, I want to chat with you about the Something Bookish Reading Challenge. I just thought I'll give you something interesting to start <laughs> to start the second segment of the podcast. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> now it's time to talk about the 2023 Something Bookish Reading Challenge. Yeah, what is this reading challenge that you have been hearing about? I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you already know about this, but I'm just going to give you a little intro if this is your first time listening to the podcast or Knowing anything about <clears throat> the reading challenge, so this reading challenge is, is um, a list of 24 prompts that is designed to help you come out of your comfort zone a little bit. It's about to help, it's, it's supposed to help you travel the world through books, it's supposed to help you challenge yourself to pick out books that you would not usually pick out. And the goal is that you will discover amazing books that you would not have otherwise picked up. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's the whole concept. Excuse me. That's the whole concept of the reading challenge. And it officially started January 1st, 2023, and will end December 31st, 2023. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? So Here's the, here's the rundown, or this is what you're just supposed to do. So there are 24 prompts, which I'll run through soon. But the goal is to complete as many of the challenges slash prompts. Mm, let me not confuse you. The goal is to complete as many of the prompts as you can from the list. If you have a book, for instance, that that covers, say, four prompts, you can take it off as four prompts already done even though it was just one book okay this is not a competition it's not a contest if you feel like you're unable to do it or you can't find books that it's just so hard just let it go and just keep reading your books okay this it's a challenge is nobody's paying you <laughs> do you understand i don't want you to to beat yourself up if you're not doing it as much as you can. But if you're really interested in doing it, I have ways that can help you or prompt you or keep you as interested as you go along, you know. It's a a year-long challenge, so you don't have to do everything by the end of March, for instance, yeah? I just want you to read widely and to travel. For those of us who cannot afford visa money or like tickets, (laughs) It's expensive to travel, so this is like a really nice way to do it. From the comfort of your bed or chair or bathroom, wherever you read, you can just travel. Yeah? All right. Great. So I'm going to go through each of the each of the challenges. <clears throat> each of the... I don't know why I'm speaking like that. But the first prompt... Yes, I'm going through the... The challenge prompts. I think that's why we're saying each of the challenges. The challenge prompts. The first one is a book by a North African author. Have you read any book by a North African author? And the countries in North Africa are Algeria, Egypt, Libya, Morocco, Sudan, and Tunisia. So you can read a book by any author who is from there. If they are in the diaspora, well, it still counts because everybody seems to believe in the continent these days. So, I'm not going to begrudge you. The next prompt is a book with a long title. This is a really fun one. And just to make it easy for you to find or to use a guide to find a long title, any title that has more than five, like has five or more than five words, counts as a long title yeah does that make sense all right the next stop is a book with an ensemble cast of characters and when you have a book that is being written from the pov of two or more people or two or more people are main characters that's an ensemble cast so ensemble i don't i'm not expecting you to find like 10 people or five people More than one is an ensemble cast. There you go. Easy? Does that sound easy? (laughs) It better sound easy. Because I made this year very... I didn't dumb it down. I just made it a little bit more accessible. Yeah? Because I want more people to finish the challenge this year. The next challenge, the next prompt is... A book inspired by mythology, folklore, or legend. So some a lot of people make mistakes or group them together so i put all these things together so that whichever one (laughs) fits a myth or folklore or legend you can add it to the prompt one book that i read last year that was so good that fit this prompt is iron widow by ziran j zhal the name of the book is iron widow god damn it man that's a book So yeah, a book inspired by mythology. The next prompt is a book by a West African author. This doesn't need any explanation, but I'm still going to explain. West Africa, the countries include Benin, Burkina Faso, Cape Verde, Cote d'Ivoire, Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Mali, Mauritania, Niger, Nigeria, Saint helena Senegal, Syria Leone, and Togo. Yeah. I know a lot of people will be adding books by Nigerians. But you know, push yourself a little bit. Go out of Nigeria. Go out of Ghana. Look for other countries and see what's out there, you know? Really travel, push yourself out there. <laughs> the next prompt is an audiobook narrated by its or by its author. So this could be fiction or non-fiction, but I think you'd find more luck if you focus on non fiction books because the authors are always mostly narrating the books a book i read last year not last year a book i read in 2022 that is a novel narrated by its author was thank you for listening by julia Whelan. see if you've not read this book go and read it that's all i'm going to say the next prompt is a romance novel by non caucasian by a non caucasian author now we know <laughs> Those of us who grew up with Mills and Booms and Harlequin and Avon books, most of the romances were written by white women. So I want you to go out a little bit and find romance novels that are not written by white women. Step out, travel, experience different cultures. <laughs> the next prompt is a book set in Central Africa or by a Central African author. <clears throat> Now, this one might be a little bit tricky, so if you do have a problem finding titles in this prompt, feel free to send me a message, a personal message, and we would dig and find as much as possible as we can. Yeah? All right. So, the next prompt is a book written by two authors. This should be fun, right? (laughs) It's always interesting. Because writing is so personal. Now the fact that two people can come together and write something for like I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but it just is it's a group project and we all know how group projects work. So if two authors are able to collaborate and give us one novel, I'm interested in that. That's why I added this prompt to the challenge. And I hope you find good titles. I'm excited for you. <laughs> The next prompt is a novel with non-human characters or narrator you this this is this might be my own favorite prompt i want everybody (laughs) to read something where a non-human is a character in the book it's just something fascinating about that concept you know for instance if it's a house or a tree or a dog (laughs) It's very, very fascinating to me when writers can take non-human, non-human attributes and just create a whole living, breathing personality out of something not human. It's very fascinating to me. And I hope you get, like, lots of titles in this. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. Let me drink water. I'm so thirsty. All right. Next up, the next prompt is Translated fiction by a female author and female translator And this is key because most of the translated books are always done by men Always translated by men and I feel like something gets lost in translation when a man is translating a book Written by a woman. It's there are very exceptional cases. There are only some trans male translators that I can stand for and be like, okay, it didn't feel like anything was lost. For instance, Anton Hur, who translated um, Borachong's Cursed Bunny, that was spectacular. Or Simon Bruni, who translated uh, The Murmur of Bees, my goodness. That one, you don't feel like you're losing out on much, does it? So, yeah. Translated fiction by a female author and female translator. Next prompt is a book set in East Africa or by an East African author. This requires no explanation, but we'll still go into it. So East African countries include Burundi, Comoros, Djibouti, Ethiopia, Eritrea, Kenya, Madagascar, Malawi, Mauritius, Mozambique, Reunion, Rwanda, Seychelles, Somalia and Somaliland, Tanzania, Uganda, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. So, yeah, we do have a lot of grades coming from East Africa. So this shouldn't be too hard. Next prompt is a book that has been adapted for film or TV. Honestly, I'm not even going to go into this one. It shouldn't be hard at all. (laughs) The next prompt is any of the monthly picks from the Indulgent Bibliophile. So if you follow us on Instagram, you can see any of the books we've read and you can take this one off your list very fast. Like ABC. Next prompt is historical fiction set in South Asia or East Asia or Southeast Asia. Now, when it comes to historical fiction, personally, I don't know, well, I'm biased, but I feel like the best historical fiction comes from South Asia, East Asia, and Southeast Asia. So, I want you to also have a good time and discover many (laughs) greats, just like I have. So, in, in South Asia, we have... Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Bhutan, India, Maldives, Nepal, Pakistan, and Sri Lanka. In East Asia, we have China, Hong Kong, Japan, Macau, Mongolia, North Korea, South Korea, and Taiwan. In Southeast Asia, we have Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Laos, Malaysia, Myanmar, Philippines, Singapore, Thailand, Timor-Leste, and Vietnam. So this shouldn't be too hard. I guess, because some of the best historical fiction comes from one of these places, yeah? Next prompt is a book with a character in the name. See, I'm also fascinated by this prompt because for me, expectations go through the roof when there's a character name in the title. I'm just expecting the best character development. So I also want you to discover... Some really amazing titles through this one. The next prompt is a book under 200 pages. <laughs> this is for my favorite readers who don't like to read too much. They don't, they don't want stress. They want a book you can finish now, now, in one sitting. So this should, be, this should be fun. Yeah, I really think it should be fun. The next one, the next prompt is a book about siblings. Yeah, I do enjoy reading about sibling relationships. And that's why this prompt is here. (laughs) There isn't much to it. The next prompt is a book set in the Caribbean or by a Caribbean author. Now, there are many countries in the Caribbean. So, if you do a small search for Caribbean countries, you can, I mean, aside Barbados, Trinidad and Tobago and Jamaica, I'm sure, I'm sure you can still think of other countries to explore. Okay. Awesome. The next prompt, which is really easy, is a book with blue in its cover design. This one needs no explanation at all. So I'm not even going to go into that. The next prompt is a book by a South African author. Yeah. We need more books from South Africa. Southern Southern Africa. And the countries in Southern Africa are Botswana, Lesotho, Namibia, South Africa, and Swaziland. Good luck, (laughs) y'all. The next prompt is a book about grief, loss, or death. This is going to be a very painful one, but I want you to push through. Because sometimes that's the only way we grow and learn new stuff. The next prompt is a Young Adult or YA novel by a non-Caucasian author. Just like the romance prompt, YA has been dominated by Caucasian authors and I want you to read stories from other parts of the world, you know. And the last prompt is a multi-generational family saga. Like Pachinko, you know, books like that (laughs) that take you through Family secrets and plus t- with plots and twists. This is my favorite prompt of all. And that's it. That is it for the Something Bookish Reading Challenge 2023. Um, if you would like to be able to get recommendations for this, I feel like you should join the Something Bookish Challenge page on Storygraph. If you don't have a Storygraph account, you might need to open a Storygraph and create... An account for yourself, and follow, just, just go to Reading Challenges, and then search for Something Bookish. You would definitely find it right there. Or, you could just click on the link in the show notes. See, I've saved you all the trouble. Now, if you're participating in the challenge, please share your progress by using the hashtag Something Bookish Reading Challenge to share pictures of what you're reading on the socials. If you need more recommendations, a side story graph or following any of the hashtags on Twitter or Instagram, you can send me a personal message. I'm always ready. You know, I'm always ready for you. And so we have come to the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to read or hear any comment you have. And you can do that by sending me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Lip Gloss Mafia. Subscribe now so you don't miss out on the next episode, which is available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. If you generally enjoyed the show, kindly spread the book love by spreading the word. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Rate and leave a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. And you know shares and reviews are my love language. Thanks in advance. I appreciate it and I appreciate you for listening. Readers, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like Jim Ron said, reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading everyone. Bye.